This is your go-to podcast for the breaking news across the NFL. While breaking down how this might affect your fantasy team's success. Are you ready to be a champ? Then welcome to Fields of Fantasy. Hello and welcome to Fields of Fantasy. Uh, We are continuing with our deep dives and yet again... Uh, I've been given the role of leading the podcast. It feels very strange without having Pestle here, but it's your boys Ed and Tom here to discuss our next NFC North team. And we move on to have a look at the Chicago Bears. Have you enjoyed looking at the Chicago Bears, Tom? As much as a Packers fan can enjoy mm-hmm. looking at the Bears. Yeah, do, do, who do Packers hate the most? Is it the Bears? Yeah. Right, okay. So you you enjoyed yeah. their 3-14 and 14 season last season? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, they're, they're a team that have certainly strengthened and made some changes over the off-season. Uh, they had some draft capital, didn't they? So I know there's been a, a few interesting players to have a look at. And none more so than their superstar quarterback. Am I going to be able to go that far with Justin Fields? Yes, potentially. <laughs> Take it away, Tom. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's have a look at him. He's been supported this year by the Bears. They've added significant weapons to his wide receiver room. Uh, over his first two years, he's had 27 starts. He's passed for 4,112 yards at a 59.7% completion rated. He's passed for 24 touchdowns. But we know we're not interested in his passion, right? It's his rushing that makes him the fancy cheat code. And to those numbers, he's added an extra 1,563 yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. His passing has steadily improved. And the Bears have a much better offense and a much more offensively minus coach than when they drafted him. Last year, he finished as a QB7. And his ADP reflects that. He's currently going at 45 and the sixth QB off the board. With his improved receiving court, and hopefully I will come on to, I would say a true wide receiver one, he could really take a leap forward this year. If you are taking a QB at that point, I would definitely recommend taking him. Yeah, he's going, what, about QB five, six, isn't he? He's going around. I think Lamar might have jumped ahead of him uh, in in the offseason, but he's going behind the homes, Alan Hurts, Burrow, in that sort of area. Let, let, let's just emphasise his, his rushing stats last year because they were absolutely ridiculous. 160 attempts for 1,143 yards at 7.14 yards per carry and eight rushing touchdowns. If he repeats those stats again this year, I'd say there's been a problem. Uh, he ended up having to rush because of the lack of options, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah. so I, I fully expect him to be uh, you know, involved in a lot of rushing, but I think they've drafted someone who we can move on to talk about now. They've drafted for the first time a wide receiver one in my in my memory of of studying studying uh, in my memory of watching the NFL. I don't ever remember the Bears having as talented mm-hmm. wide receiver. Alan Robinson, I mean his prime, uh, early prime fancy. Maybe me a few maybe weeks. Alan Robinson, maybe Alan Robinson, but I, I am very hard. We'll, we'll say his name now. DJ Moore is is a definite wide receiver one, isn't he? Yeah, so he's certainly the new wide receiver one in the Bears after spending his first five years of his career in Carolina. And he's had to deal with CMC stealing passes from the backfield. He finally gets a chance to be a true wide receiver one. And although he's supported by a reasonable cast, I think it's clear to say he's the alpha. Last year, he regressed slightly statistically, posting his worst year since his rookie season and the first time since that he didn't surpass 1,100 yards. Now, obviously, there's some slight concern with Fields, but having looked at more, and I researched him earlier on the season, he is a truly elite route runner and excellent separation so pff grade him as the 16th best wide receiver you know he's clearly the one on that team he's been dominant and has put up elite numbers despite pretty poor quarterback carousel in carolina 
over his first five seasons. His current ADP is 51. I mean, for a wide receiver one, he looks a bargain. I mean, yeah, I was just looking. I think he's going in the early 20s in terms of wide receivers, which does seem ridiculous. I mean, he's been very consistent over the last five years, roundabout in that that kind of wide receiver 20 range. And um, we've got to take into account last year, you know, the quarterbacks that he was playing under, it was a bit of a car crash in Carolina, wasn't it? So uh, I know that there's still question marks over fields, but, but I, I just can't see this not working out. And he's never really had a decent QB. I mean, did he have end of game Cam Newton? Just he would have had a bit of Cam Newton, yeah, yeah but, but not so not his And then who yeah. have they had since then? You know, nobody. So, so yeah, I, I'm excited about DJ Moore, and I do think he's very good value at the moment. I agree, but he'll have a bit of competition there. He's a clear wide receiver one, but is it Darnell Mooney we're looking at next? Yes. So last year, much hyped Darnell Mooney. A few people consider him a sleeper. Certainly, he was the wide receiver one there last year. With the addition of more, we expect him to drop to the wide receiver too. So last year, the 25% target share, you know, that's got to take us hit here. If we look at his stats, he scored a career high average 12.3 points per game. So, you know, even the stats indicate that he is really a wide receiver too. He's got a current ADP of 132. I think he's worth a bench stash in later rounds. It's going to be difficult to guess his spike weeks. But, you know, for me, he's at his ceiling. He's about at his level there. There is, I think there's definitely value in Darnell Mooney because he's being drafted right now as kind of like a wide receiver four. Looking at the sort of players that are going around here. Let's do this little game here, Tom. So going around his sort of spot, would you take Jacoby Myers or Darnell Mooney? Mooney. Darnell Mooney or Rondell Moore? I mean, Moore is probably the second option on them. But, but yeah, he's never done it, has he? Probably Mooney. Mooney. Sky Moore or Darnell Mooney. Mooney. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, think... I would take Boyd after all of them, though. Yeah, Boyd, yeah. Boyd is just below yeah, there yeah. as well. He, he he can have the odd spike week, yeah. can't he? Yeah. I don't think you're going to get big numbers from Mooney, but I do think that he's someone um, who's definitely value at the moment. Any other wide receivers we need to talk about? Uh, just very briefly, Chase Claypool. So we know Claypool flashed initially in his rookie season for the Steelers, um, but it's take his career's taken a total downward trajectory really since then. Uh, which ended in a mid-season trade to the Bears. He bottomed out with just 20 receiving yards per game and a 48.3% catch rate over his final seven contests of 2022. So that was since he was traded. You know, it's a wide receiver three and I'm just avoiding him, basically. I'll be honest, yeah, Claypool, it's probably to do with the Steelers. Connection is someone that I've never really rated. Uh, There was a lot of hype about him, wasn't there? But he just doesn't look like someone who's ever going to click into gear, really. I think... You're right. The, the best you can hope from him is the odd wide receiver three week. Uh, I certainly don't think he's going to be winning you many weeks at all. Tight ends now or running backs? Uh, tight ends. Tight ends. So, so who have we got? Uh, Cole Komet. Penciled in for a breakout year last year. Komet actually disappointed, but still finished as the tight end seven overall. Uh, his total yards saw regression, dropping from 612 to 544. But he did pick up seven touchdowns, which saw a huge boost to his points per game. Tight end is such a mess, but again, this comes down to field progressing and f- showing that improvement. Kamat's currently going an ADP of 116 and the tight end 12, so I think there's some quite good value there. Um, but I, you know, he, he's a streamer, isn't he? Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's not. It was about a week ago he got a massive extension, didn't he? Yeah. So, like, I think he's got 32.8 million guaranteed. I mean, that is. 
big investment from the Bears in Colcomer, and, and uh, he's got to pay that back now, hasn't he? He's got to, he's got to live up to that. You're right. It surprised me to hear he was tight end seven last year, and I think he's going about tight end eleven or twelve. So there might be a bit of value in there. You know, if Fields is going to be throwing more, he's going to be your second option. I'd say ahead of ahead of Mooney, maybe, or certainly competing with Mooney, but behind more. So um, if we want to keep an eye on Colcomer, he's someone that I maybe took quite a lot in drafts over the last couple of years, but he's not someone I've, I've taken this year as much. Uh, there's, he's got a bit of competition at tight end. Tunyon's there, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Tunyon's gone, but he's never been prolific, has he, Tunyon, really? No, he had that one good season yeah. with Rodgers, yeah. didn't he? So, uh, so yeah, I think Komet is someone to keep an eye on. So that just leaves us with our running backs. So is it, what, Khalil Herbert? Yes. So Herbert featured much more in his second season. Many expect him to get a chance as the RB1 Chicago this year. Unfortunately, it, the Bears didn't appear to see it that way. Putting Deonta Foreman edging towards that running back by committee. A lot of teams seem to be favouring that this year. He amassed 731 yards last year after struggling with a stint on IR following a hip injury in week 10. I think he's an interesting prospect. He's not much of a pass catcher, but actually as a runner, he's statistically very good. He was in the top 10 RBs in yards per carry, explosive run rate and avoided tackles. He's currently going at 109. So around round sort of seven or eight, I think he's a pretty good pick up there um, who should see quite a lot of work and a few touchdowns. It just depends how Foreman slots in, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Herbert was delighted to see David Montgomery go because you, you didn't really think he would slot in as RB1. But but I agree that I think Foreman is going to share some of that workload. And we need to remember that Fields is going to still, even if they are going to focus more on passing, he's still going to be involved in, in, in a lot of the rushing, isn't he? Anything else to add on Foreman? Uh, just very briefly, Foreman. Foreman's with his fifth team uh, in his seventh year in the NFL. Um, he, last year, he achieved his highest PPR rank after CMC was traded. Uh, finished overall as the 38th RB. I just he'll steal a bit of work, but I don't see him being a massive, massive factor there. But it might just mess up Herbert enough that you know he doesn't quite get you the numbers he wants. Yeah, I think for seven years. <laughs> That's I can't believe he's been around for seven years. Yeah. And and I think like you say, he's never really hit any heights, has he? I mean, if we look at um, where he's finished uh, finished up over the last few years, well, last three years. Let's have a look. Um, he's, he's been a bit of a journeyman, Texans, Titans, Panthers, and he's been, last three years, RB 38, 57, and 108. So he's not going to pull up any trees, um, although I think you're right, he will he will eat into Herbert's workload. So I don't think they'll have a superstar running back, but Foreman might be worth that late stash. So another team in the books, our second NFC North team uh, done. Uh, I don't think... The Bears are going to be challenging for the playoffs, but I certainly think they'll improve on their three wins. What do you reckon? Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it comes back to field, doesn't it? I've grabbed him in a few places, so I'm slightly confident that, you know, they'll certainly show some improvement. Having that wide receiver one is going to make a massive difference, isn't it? It will do. Right, so that uh, that is the Bears in the books. Next, we move on to the Detroit Lions in the next show. But for now, let's ask Malcolm to take us home. You have been listening to Pestle and Ed of TH Fantasy Football. For more content, follow TH underscore fantasy underscore NFL on Instagram and Twitter.